Welcome to the first episode of Transitions, a podcast by Busti. Sustainable development, carbon footprint, environmental consciousness, so many new terms have entered into corporate vocabulary, and they are all grouped under one acronym, CSR. And although we have all probably heard about it before, you may sometimes wonder, what is corporate social responsibility all about? It's no secret that major groups are the first to be concerned by these issues. In other words, they are the ones who are supposed to set an example. But what does that mean and how does it work? That is what this podcast is all about, looking at major group CSR strategies from behind the scenes. In each episode, we will be speaking with essential stakeholders and actors in the CSR ecosystem. These outstanding individuals will tell us about the strategy of the group they work for, from within, and how they are involved. In this episode, I had the pleasure of speaking with Fabrice Bonifay, Director of Sustainable Development and Quality at Bouygues, and co-author of the book L'Entreprise Contributive Concilier Monde des Affaires et Limites Planétaires, or The Contributive Company, How to Reconcile the Business World and Planetary Limits in English. But that's not all. The interview was in French, but now I'm going to summarize it for you in English. And to help you understand, I will also translate the quotes, starting with the following. Je préside aussi une association qui s'appelle le Collège des Directeurs Développement Durable pour défendre la profession de Directeur Développement Durable. Parce que notre rôle, c'est comme d'accompagner nos entreprises dans la réinvention de leur modèle d'affaires. C'est urgent aujourd'hui. In addition to his work as Director of Sustainable Development and Quality, Fabrice presides over the Director of Sustainable Development Council. His goal is to defend his profession, which aims to assist companies in their transition towards a more sustainable business model. A reinvention that Bouygues has already started. The family-run group, founded in 1952, operates in three different activities. Construction, real estate and telecoms. But Fabrice is only in charge of the transition for Bouygues construction. In his book, he writes... The contributive company considers the preservation of the environment as its first responsibility, but it goes further. The company has to contribute to its regeneration. In a word, it has to act in a virtuous way. This vision is obviously opposed to the traditional theory of creation of value, but is definitely required due to the urgency of the situation. Nicolas Hulot, French former Minister of Ecological Transition, described the current ambivalent relationship businesses have towards sustainable development. Le développement durable, on y vient par opportunité, on y reste par conviction. One comes to sustainable development by opportunism, but stays by conviction. This conviction comes from awareness and understanding that sustainable development is essential. Unfortunately, at present, the educational content available in primary schools does not match economic models, and neither does it mention a proper and simple definition of business. Le business, c'est ni plus ni moins que des matières premières transformées avec de l'énergie, l'intelligence humaine, des convertisseurs, donc des machines, et surtout de l'énergie qui alimente les machines. Business is nothing more than raw materials being transformed with the help of energy, human intelligence, and converters or machines, but mostly the energy powering these machines. When we run out of raw materials, or when we have to reduce the amount of energy we use, there will be less business. It's as simple as that. Another issue is the definition we have of value creation. Until now, we have considered value creation as the amount of money we make. But it's more complicated than that. There are two other capitals which contribute to value creation. 
human capital and natural capital. Et s'il n'y a plus de capital humain, euh, s'il n'y a plus de capital naturel, et à commencer par le capital naturel, il n'y aura pas de business. According to Fabrice, when there's no human capital or natural capital left, there will no longer be any business. For decades, businesses have considered that they had to make money first before redistributing it and, among other things, preserving the environment. But now there has to be a paradigm shift. If businesses want to survive, they have to take these two capitals into account in order to make a profit. According to Fabrice, it requires a re-evaluation of the performance metric, so to measure natural capital the same way we measure financial capital to better preserve it. But let's get back to value creation. Until now, businesses have considered that because they create jobs, they are allowed to pollute and consume raw materials, which is the same as saying you can't make an omelette without breaking eggs. This really upsets Bouygues Director of Sustainable Development and Quality. He insists that natural capitals should no longer be considered as an adjustment variable. In other words, businesses should adopt the contributive company model. C'est une entreprise qui, euh, comme, comme le dit la baseline, arrive à gagner de l'argent euh, sans impact négatif sur euh, les écosystèmes. Ça veut dire d'intégrer la préservation des limites planétaires dans le modèle d'affaires de l'entreprise. In his book, Fabrice defines a contributive company as a business that manages to earn money without creating a negative impact on ecosystems, which means integrating the preservation of planetary limits into the company business model. Of course, this idea faces resistance from opponents, but they have to understand that it is possible to reconcile profit with a virtuous business model. Fabrice has no time to lose with people who still don't understand this simple fact. Instead, he prefers to work with people, mainly young people, who are trying to find viable solutions on how to create value without being destructive. He helps them create new business models that are more profitable for the business and its customers. Il faut 10 secondes pour sortir une connerie sur le changement climatique. Il faut plus d'une heure et demie pour expliquer pourquoi c'était une connerie, parce que c'est très complexe. In his own words, Fabrice explains why it is so difficult to convince people of the necessity of sustainable development. It takes 10 seconds to talk bullshit about climate change, but it takes more than an hour and a half to explain why it's bullshit, because it's all very complex. Fortunately, he can count on his co-workers and business unit directors who are eager to adopt the contributive company model. His role consists of accompanying them and giving them the methods and tools they need to carry out their ambitions. Doing so, Fabrice hopes to inspire others to follow this model. But as of now, things have already begun to change at Bouygues. On construit comment construire en bois massivement, on fait des fermes solaires dans 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 plein de pays, on on travaille beaucoup sur l'efficacité énergétique. Bouygues has already started to build massively using wood, building solar farms in a variety of countries and working extensively on energy efficiency. Despite this progress, some activities remain unsustainable. But Fabrice remains confident in Bouygues' transition. After all, as he says, he's paid to carry it out and he hopes that this will happen as soon as possible. In the meantime, he's doing all he can to encourage Bouygues to adopt the contributive company model and he's giving himself the means to do so, with enthusiasm and through educating his customers and co-workers. Apart from helping people adopt a more viable and sustainable model, Fabrice also has his own dreams. CSR dreams, of course, including one which has taken on a life of its own at Bouygues. On s'est dit, mais comment on peut faire un bâtiment le plus durable possible en partant de toutes les contraintes que nous avons 
et, et moins cher en plus. Hein. Et ben on a inventé le bâtiment hybride à économie positive. The idea for the building was born when they asked themselves how they could create the most sustainable building ever, taking into account all the challenges and producing it for a much lower cost than they usually would. That's when they came up with the idea of a positive energy building. And why would this building change everything? Because it's composed of raw materials designed to be reused, transforming it into a bank of building materials. It's also revolutionary because when the primary user doesn't need it, it can be used by secondary users. This system allows the building to be used 24-7, and that's not all. It also generates cash as the secondary users pay to occupy the building. The beauty of it all is that when you can capitalize on such an asset, it's unnecessary to build as much as before. Why? Because the value you lack in construction, you can get back in occupation. And that's how you transform CSR into an argument for business. L'RSE, c'est pas de la compliance. Donc, l'ARSE qui se contente simplement de respecter les règles, c'est pas de l'ARSE, c'est de la conformité. Moi, je fais du développement durable. CSR isn't compliance. People who only follow the rules can't call it CSR. That's compliance. But as Fabrice says himself, he works in sustainable development, not compliance. And sustainable development sometimes requires sacrifice. The main renunciation comes from a financial standpoint. As Fabrice says, sustainable businesses make less money and that's something that we have to accept. Vous allez gagner moins d'argent. Vous allez être la génération qui allait gagner beaucoup moins d'argent. Fabrice warns that if sustainable businesses are going to multiply, the current generation, as well as the ones to come, will earn less money, way less money. So, the question is, are businesses ready to evolve towards a less lucrative, but more viable model? Either way, a distinction must be made between financial wealth and progress. Financial wealth doesn't satisfy all our needs. We also have to grow spiritually. And that's a good thing because sooner or later fossil reserves will disappear and we will be forced to evolve whether we like it or not. In the meantime, some businesses have already started to evolve towards a more sustainable model, but they face a new kind of threat. How can they manage to stay competitive against competitors who don't follow the same rules, especially foreign competitors? Well, according to Fabrice, it is the duty of the European regulator to protect these businesses, But environmental NGOs can also help. Après, il y a un devoir d'éducation du monde associatif, des ONG, pour dénoncer en fait ce qu'on appelle l'inacceptable, euh, pour, pour faire en sorte que ces entreprises soient montrées du doigt et du faire du, du, du name and shame vis-à-vis -vis de ces entreprises. This isn't a one-man job. Environmental NGOs have a role to play through educating the public and reporting unacceptable behavior. In other words, they need to name and shame reckless businesses. This is crucial if we think about the fact that businesses who have adopted a more sustainable model make less money than the ones who haven't. When speaking about businesses, Fabrice compares making money to breathing, but insists that this should not be a business's only purpose, only a means to grow. The same goes for mature economies. They may have to stop growing materially, but they can still grow in other ways. By renouncing material growth, mature economies will allow less mature economies to achieve the minimum necessary for their well-being. Donc entre survivre et vivre bien longtemps ou gagner beaucoup beaucoup d'argent et mourir vite, ben choisis ton camp. So, to sum it up, the choice is pretty simple. Choose between surviving and living well or making a lot of money but dying fast. 
but there's still a lot to be done to convince people and businesses, even if, as we said, some have already started their transition. The best way to get a good start is to understand orders of magnitude, what is at stake, but also identify the fake solutions, the shortcuts. More importantly, it is crucial to consider the time we have left. In a nutshell, it requires education and time, because these complex issues cannot be explained or changed in a short period of time. The sad thing is, it won't prevent us from crashing at some point. De toute façon, quoi qu'on fasse, euh, de toute manière, on va prendre le mur. Là, on peut juste ralentir un peu la vitesse du, la vitesse du choc. The sad truth is that whatever we do, we're going to crash at some point. All we can do is slow down the speed of the impact. You just have to read the IPCC report to realize that. But let's not lose hope. Fabrice has advice to give to the people of Bostique whose work is leading the company towards a more sustainable model. Formez-vous encore plus. Formez-vous, formez-vous. Plus vous serez conscient des mécanismes, bah plus vous comprendrez euh, déjà l'urgence, plus ça vous motivera pour euh, agir. Fabrice has a message for everyone contributing to change, especially the ones who work at Bostique. Train, train and train some more. That way you'll be aware of all the mechanisms in place and you will understand the urgency of the situation, which will motivate you to act. The contributive company model is a good start because it helps people find solutions as well as making them realize that sustainable business models can work and generate value. These models exist and can be achieved. Thank you so much, Fabrice. That was really enlightening. And thank you to those of you who have been listening. I hope you will join me in the next episode when I will be speaking with another stakeholder about the intricacies of CSR. And because CSR is also an issue for Bostique, you're invited to discover or rediscover Bostique Talks, another series where CSR correspondents talk about their work. See you soon in the next episode of Transitions. Bye. Thank you.